Hello, everybody. Hopefully you had a great week 16. Welcome back to the Barely Athletic Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew, bringing you the week 16 recap. Like I said, hopefully you had a great week 16 for most of you. It was the championship. It was the final week of the fantasy season. For some of you, you got one more week left. So we're just going to go over the beast mode players and the least mode players like we usually do. If you're new to this podcast, hey, welcome. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Check out our other episodes. It's a lot of fun. Christmas special, one of my favorite episodes this uh, this season. So uh, first off, we're going to go over some notable injuries from the Week 16 games. Jared Goff suffered a broken thumb uh, in the second half of the Seattle Seahawks-Los Angeles Rams game. He dislocated it. They popped it back into place. He was good to go. They're going to have more tests. Uh, in the upcoming days. So more information on that in later episodes. Uh, Daryl Henderson, he left early with the ankle injury, so Malcolm Brown took over. Uh, a couple other ones to mention, Deshaun Watson. Uh, he injured his throwing arm late in the game. He went to the Blue Medical Tent. He was cleared. He didn't miss a single snap. Afterwards, he said it was fine. He didn't even specify what the injury is, so I don't think that's anything to be too concerned about. Uh, Dallas Goddard left with a calf injury. That's very, very concerning there. So we'll, again, uh, not a lot of in- information about these injuries have come out uh, as of right now at the time of this recording. But we will definitely let you know in the Week 17 preview. Um, what else? We got Frank Gore for the New York Jets. Frank Gore suffered a chest injury. He left during that game. Michael P. Ryan took over as the lead back. It was a crazy, crazy, crazy week. Uh, Santa Claus gave Elvin Kamara six TDs. That was a very fun game. Uh, We saw the Dolphins get that very, very close, close win against the Las Vegas Raiders, knocking them out of the playoffs. Jets won a second game. Wow. Um, Falcons choke it once again. Mark that down. That's probably, I don't know, was that five, six games this season? Uh, Cowboys, I would say, upset the Eagles. Rams look terrible, and the Packers blew out the Titans. A lot of a lot of big storylines there. Uh, so we'll just jump into the least mode players. I'm starting with least mode this time because I feel like I want to end on a happy note. Uh, first least mode player, I think the most least mode player out of anyone this week has to be Dwayne Haskins. Uh, from, well, formerly on the Washington football team. If you did not hear the news, Dwayne Haskins has been released from the Washington football team, placed on waivers. Uh, and I do not know if any team is going to pick him up, honestly. There's a lot of teams out there. Maybe a backup for the Jets. Maybe backup for like the Falcons or like a Steelers. I don't know, a team where. Their quarterback is getting old, and he's just there as a, as a, a just just in case kind of guy. But man, with the way he's been playing with Washington, his performance last week against the Panthers was god awful. So I I don't know what's going to happen with him. He's a big least mode player uh, this week. His stats: one hundred and fifty four passing yards, went fourteen for twenty eight, and two interceptions. Uh, as well as a fumble. So that's three total turnovers with no touchdowns in return. So that is a very poor performance. He went least mode. Next up, Drew Brees. 
hey, they got it done. They won 52-33 against my Minnesota Vikings, but Drew Brees didn't do a lot. He did throw for 311 yards. No touchdowns, though. That's why he's in the lease mode. No touchdowns through two interceptions. Um, It was all Alvin Kamara, right? It, it was really all Alvin Kamara. Taysom Hill got more fantasy points than Drew Brees, so that's just kind of a, a funny stat there. Phillip Rivers is the next on the list. Uh, in that loss against Pittsburgh, they lost 24-28, very close game. Phillip Rivers, 270 yards, a touchdown, and an interception as well as a fumble. They just kind of, it, it, it was an ugly game. It was a highly defensive matchup, and Phillip Rivers did not perform well. Would not be surprised if they switch quarterbacks next season. Uh, next up, Tua Tagovailoa. They got the win, right? The Dolphins got the win, but they did bench Tua for Ryan Fitzpatrick once again for the same reason as last time. They benched him because they believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick had the better chance of winning the game for him, and that's what happened. Tua, 94 passing yards. And a passing touchdown, however, once they put in Ryan Fitzpatrick around the fourth quarter, Fitzpatrick threw for 182 and a touchdown. So it worked. I don't think two was upset about it. Hopefully none of you had were, were in the position where you needed to start two this week because he definitely let you down. And last but not least, a big fantasy relevant player, the quarterback one for this year, Kyler Murray. He made the least mode this week going up against San Fran, threw for 247 yards, threw 50 times. That is a lot, completed 31 of them. No touchdowns, however, and he did throw an interception. Although it could have been a lot worse because he got 75 rushing yards. That kind of saved the day. That went from he didn't lose you the week. It, 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 you would have lost the week if he didn't rush for those 75 yards. That's huge. Uh, so that is the quarterbacks. Moving on to the running backs here, the least mode running backs, I am going to give it to the entire LA Rams running core. Now, like I said earlier, Henderson, he did get an injury. Akers was already out. Uh, but before Henderson left with the injury, he didn't get much done. 12 carries, 62 yards. It really wasn't that impressive. And then they put in Malcolm Brown, 7 carries for 27 yards. Not great either. They could not get anything down, done on the ground. Uh, and their offense just didn't perform that well as a whole. Speaking of bad offenses, our next least mode is the Detroit Lions. It's just the Detroit Lions. I would say their run game. Uh, yeah, DeAndre Swift. I mean, he's a he, he's got huge potential. But we knew it was going to be a rough game going up against the Bucks defense. 10 carries, 45 yards for DeAndre Swift. That is it. Uh, that's that's really... Uh, that kind of sums up their entire game. If Swift was their top performer with only 45 yards, that's it, man. Uh, Swift did do all right if you were in a PPR league. Four receptions, 25 yards is not great. Um, hopefully he didn't lose you the week, but just not what you wanted out of him. Uh, next up, Josh Jacobs. He didn't have that great of a game, did he? 13 carries, 69 yards. That's it. Miami Dol uh, Dolphins defense is very solid. They proved that here. They, I mean, they've been proving it week in and week out since probably week five. Uh, but man, 
yeah, they, they, they're shutting down these top players. So it's very, very fun to watch the Dolphins actually make a playoff push. Wayne Gallman, he is definitely in least mode this week. The, the Giants, um, I, I wouldn't say kept it close against the Ravens because the Ravens immediately took a 14-0 lead and then the Giants kind of slowly tried to come back. Uh, but with no help from Wayne Gallman, six carries, 27 yards total. Not great, two receptions, 26 yards. Just un- unfortunate. Again, very tough defense. It was a very, very rough matchup. So I'm not going to say that's what we expected out of Gallman because we expected more as the number one running back. However, it he just kind of he, he let you down. Uh, the final running back on this list, Chris Carson, 16 carries. 69 yards, averaging 4.3 yards a carry. He let Russell Wilson get that rushing touchdown. Uh, Yeah, not much again. Rams, very, very good defense. Their offense didn't show up. That's why the Seahawks won 20-9. But Chris Carson definitely went least mode. All right, next up, we're moving on to the least mode wide receivers. Guess what? We got the Goose Egg Player of the Week. And that belongs to Corey Davis from the Tennessee Titans. Targeted twice, caught zero, no touchdowns, no receptions, no yards, none of that. Corey Davis was invisible this game. He won the Goose Egg Player of the Week after having a monstrous game in Week 15. He disappeared Week 16 against the Green Bay Packers. Marvin Jones is another player. Uh, on this least mode list going up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It was a tough matchup. He did not do well. Three receptions, 19 yards from the wide receiver one. It was Danny Amendola that did the best out of the receivers. That's five receptions, 37 yards. That Oh, my gosh. Oh, it, it, it's just terrible. Uh, if you add up all the yards, all the receiving yards that the Detroit Lions got, this week, it would not be as much as Mike Evans, who got 181 yards. It, they, 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 Mike Evans performed better than every single Detroit Lion. Oof, that's a, that's a rough stat. Um, Tim Patrick was another one. I, I would say Tim Patrick definitely let you down this week. He was least mode. He was, he was a guy where he was kind of a, a, a dark horse fantasy player. Um, he, he performed as that solid flex option. He's been slacking lately. Three receptions, 39 yards. Again, I think that's due to Drew Locke's inconsistency. When Locke is on fire and he throws those four touchdown games, 350 yards, Tim Patrick usually usually will get one or two of those. But when games like this where Drew Locke does nothing, for example, 264 yards, no touchdowns, two picks for Drew Locke, that just hurts the entire offense. And Tim Patrick definitely felt it. Three receptions, 39 yards. That's why he's on the least mode list. Tyler Lockett is another player. Tyler Lockett, uh, I, I was hesitant to start this week. I'm going to be honest with you. Hesitant to start against the LA Rams. I knew that was a tough defense, and I knew DK uh, would get majority targets, as he should, because he is the wide receiver one. But DK didn't even do that well either. Six receptions, 59 yards. Tyler Lockett, however, three receptions, 44 yards, which is really not good. Uh, Yeah, it's just an overall poor performance out of him. And last but not least, 
here's a ridiculous player. Uh, last but not least for the wide receivers, Jerry Judy. He's the last one to make this list. Again, back to Drew Locke's inconsistency. Jerry Judy was targeted 15 times. 15 times, which is the most out of any receiver this week. And he got six receptions for 61 yards. Ooh, he got less than 50% of the balls thrown to him. Again, it, it wasn't all Judy's fault. It was more of Locke's fault rather than Judy. But you got to perform a little better than that when you're targeted 15 times. So that's why he is on the list. A couple of tight ends to mention. Uh, Robert Tunyon, he he made least mode this week. Um, There was a lot of top performers, top tight ends this week, but Robert Tunyon was not one of them. Uh, One reception, 17 yards out of two targets. Not great. And then the final least mode player is another tight end. It's Zach Ertz. He was targeted seven times, three receptions for 33 yards, even when Goddard left the game. Zach Ertz really did not step it up. So that wraps up the least mode players. Let's head into the beast modes. All right, starting out at quarterback, Tom Brady. Tom Brady finishing as the number one this week. 348 passing yards, four TDs, which is the most TDs thrown this week, tied with Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he, he was outstanding. Four TD. He went 22 for 27. He was efficient. Uh, again, it was against Detroit. A lot of players who make beast mode really is... I guess the reasoning is because they played Detroit. Detroit has a terrible defense. They can make any quarterback make it on this list. Uh, almost any quarterback. But the day that the day that Dwayne Haskins makes the beast mode list will be the day that he starts against Detroit Lions. Mark my words. Uh, the next player on the beast mode is Deshaun Watson. Uh, he did pretty well against Cincy, even though Cincinnati beat Houston. That was a very good game, 31-37 in Cincinnati's favor. But Deshaun Watson, even though the Texans are not doing well this year, Deshaun Watson is performing like a top quarterback, 324 passing yards, three TDs. Also ran the ball for 38 yards. It's very nice. He's the fifth best uh, quarterback this year, this season. He He's just, oh man, if he had just a, a great O-line and some some better receivers, boy, that, that's going to be a, an amazing, that, that, he, would, he would be number one. So very good out of him. Then we're going to get into uh, to a couple players who, who's their first time on this list. I'm talking Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, the third best quarterback this week, 377 passing yards, three TDs, an interception, went 22 for 30 against Philly, who notably has a pretty solid secondary. They got the dub. C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup performed very, very well, and Andy Dalton actually looked legit. So good for Andy Dalton. I'm proud of him um, after a, a rough season. For the Dallas Cowboys, rough season for Andy Dalton. He's really stepping it up. So, um, yeah, just very, very solid out of him. Next up, even more of a shocker, I'm talking Brandon Allen. Brandon Allen, like I said before, he got the dub against Houston through for 371 passing yards, which was the second most just behind Andy Dalton, the player I previously talked about. Brandon Allen also has two TDs, went 29 for 37. Again, got that dub against Houston. It was ugly. 
but they got it done, so good for him. And last but not least, a player that really makes this uh, list week in and week out, Aaron Rodgers, got that dominant victory against the Tennessee Titans, 231 passing yards, four TDs, and an interception. If he didn't have that interception, he uh, he would have been close to uh, top three. So very good out of him. Very awesome performance from the Green Bay Packers. Next up, moving into the running backs. Hmm. I bet you'll never guess who made this list. That's right, Elvin Kamara. Here we go. 22 carries, 155 yards, and six TDs, tying an NFL record for the most rushing touchdowns in a game. Now, listen, I'm a Vikings fan, right? I'm a Vikings fan. Not a lot of teams I dislike more than the New Orleans Saints. I am going to admit to you right now, by the by the third quarter, by Kamara's fourth touchdown, I was just cheering him on. I was like, give him, give him six, give him seven, break that record. I was so upset when they handed the ball off to Taysom Hill and not Elvin Kamara, because if it did, they did that, Elvin would have been the uh he would have broke the record. But just good for him, man. Elvin, what a what a performance. It was Elvin against Delvin, two top running backs, and Elvin really, really performed well. So again, it was against the Minnesota Vikings defense who Usually give up a lot of yards to running backs, but six TDs, man. That is that is always worth mentioning. Uh, next up, my boy Miles Gaskin. Love that man. 14 carries, 87 rushing yards, no touchdowns. Uh-oh, but had five receptions, 82 yards, and two receiving, receiving TDs. So 82 receiving yards, two receiving touchdowns in that win against the Raiders. That touchdown towards the end of the game was huge. Good for Miles Gaskin. Next up, a new player on this list, Samaje Pirine. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that correctly for the Cincinnati Bengals. It was not Giovanni Bernard at running back. It was not Joe Mixon because he's still injured. It was Samaje Pirine. 13 carries, 95 yards, and two TDs. Also had 41 receiving yards and four receptions. That was very good, but... Overall, very impressed by the Cincinnati Bengals in their win against the Houston Texans. I did not think that was going to happen, but it did, so good for them. A.J. Dillon next on this list. A.J. Dillon, wow, 21 carries, 124 yards, and two TDs. This was a huge game for him, both just stat-wise and for his career. Uh, He... He overshadowed Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, 10 carries, 94 yards. But A.J. Dillon is really making a name for himself after this dominant victory, this statement game for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, With Jamal Williams out, A.J. Dillon stepped up as that running back too. And Packers took the early lead, so what do they do? They kind of split time between Jones and Dillon, and Dillon made the most of it. So very, very good for him. Um, Next up, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson with the most rushing yards out of any running back this week, 183 rushing yards with 22 carries. Also had a receiving touchdown as well, so very good on him. Uh, Went against Arizona, which usually it's an iffy defense, but anybody putting up 183 rushing yards is crazy, so good for him. Uh, Last but not least, David Johnson is going to make this list. 12 carries, 128 rushing yards with a rushing touchdown as well as a receiving touchdown. So very good out of these players. They made the beast mode this week. 
Moving on to the wide receivers, again, you'll never guess who made this list, who's the number one. It's obvious, it's Devontae Adams. 11 receptions, 142 receiving yards, a whopping three TDs with 12 targets. That is big. Good for Devontae Adams. Again, it was that statement game. I think I've talked about a Packers player in every single position at this point. So there's nothing nothing else that I can really say. Mike Evans is the next player. 10 receptions, 181 yards, two TDs with 12 targets. Again, the 181 yards, most receiving yards out of this week. Very, very awesome performance out of him. Uh, next up, Michael Gallup. Very good. Very good. That was a huge, huge game for Dallas. They got the win against Philly. And I should just say all of their, their top three receivers were were heavily involved. They they should all make this list. For example, uh, Michael Gallup, he was the top guy. Six receptions, 121 yards, two touchdowns. Amari Cooper also got 121 receiving yards, no touchdowns. C.D. Lamb with 65 receiving yards and a touchdown as well as a rushing touchdown. So uh, Dallas Cowboys receiving core definitely went beast mode this week. Uh, Jamison Crowder, I got to throw my boy Jamison Crowder on this list. He got 92 yards, 92 receiving yards and a touchdown. He also threw a 43-yard bomb of a pass to Berrios for that touchdown. So you got a passing touchdown in there and a receiving touchdown. I wish you got a rushing touchdown as well to complete the trifecta. Uh, but we'll just have to wait another week. And the last player for the wide receivers that I'm going to talk about for beast mode is Nelson Aguilar. Uh, He's a really up and down kind of player. This week, it was up. Five receptions, 155 receiving yards, and that touchdown in their very close game against Miami. He came up big with that touchdown towards the end. I thought they were going to win it because of that, Uh, but unfortunately, they did not, unfortunately for the Raiders. Uh, Tight ends, here we go. Here's some crazy players. Travis Kelsey is not number one. He is not number two. He is number three. What? Uh, Irv Smith finished in that number one spot. Yeah, that's right. Irv Smith from the Minnesota Vikings uh, with Kyle Rudolph out. Irv Smith stepped it up. Six receptions, 53 yards, two TDs targeted nine times. This is a man I'm very excited for in the future. If you're in a dynasty league and you got some, some questions about tight ends, you know, if you got like a Jimmy Graham or like a, I, I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell, like a Jimmy Graham or a Jared Cook, some old player, or if you're just struggling, Irv Smith should be a player you should pick up. Uh, he He's going to be focusing this offense more and more. It's just going to be, trust me, he's going to have a very good future. Uh, next up, Jimmy Graham, a player I talked about. He's getting old, but he can still perform. Uh, Chicago Bears destroyed the Jaguars, 41-17 Jaguars, proving that they want Trevor Lawrence. <clears throat> and the Bears making that playoff push. They just got to win next week to make the playoffs. Four receptions, 69 yards, two touchdowns for Jimmy Graham. Next up, Rob Gronkowski. Good old Gronk. Got to give him some love. Two receptions, 58 yards, and two TDs. All three of those players that I just talked about scored two TDs. That was huge. The last player that I'm going to be talking about is Darren Waller for the Las Vegas Raiders. Five receptions, 112 receiving yards. The only tight end this week to get over 100 receiving yards. So good for him. Uh, man, he, he is really amazing. So that is it. That is the Beast Modes 
and the Least Mode players. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you had a great week 16. Uh, Later this week, Bryant and I will give you the week 17 preview if you are still in fantasy or if you just want to hear about the games. There's a lot to talk about. It's going to be a crazy week uh, as well as the injury update. So just look forward to that. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us a rating. We really do appreciate that. Uh, And yeah, we're just looking forward to week 17. Once again, 